Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Extremely Awesome Podcast. I'm your host, Matt. Joining me today, as he does on most Mondays, like found the thunderstorm, Thunderhead. How you doing, man? I'm enjoying life. And then joining me today, like he's been a regular on this show. Like one of the first people, if not the first people I had on the show. My buddy Mike, how you doing, man? What up, what up, man? I've been great. I've been good. Life's been all right. All right. Now, we're going to start this uh, off like with a new segment. I was actually going to try to do this uh, last week, but I plum forgot. <laughs> um, yeah, a new segment called Epic Fail. And basically what that's going to entail is... That is, you know, like what maybe it's something that happened in your personal life, or maybe it's in a in a video game or a movie or a TV show, or something ha- you know, like involving another person that was trying to do something to you that you consider as an epic fail. Um. So I'm going to go first. So when I was in, in high school, I was in um, math class. I think I was in my junior year of, of high school. So I was uh, 11th grade. And, and there was this uh, like one kid that tried to get me mad. He called me a redneck. <laughs> and and um, instead of getting mad at him... I said, thank you. I am a redneck. <laughs> and I said, my grandmother was like, it's from Arkansas. I never told anybody this, which at that point, I really never told a soul where my grandmother was actually from. And, and I said, like, how did you know? <laughs> I go, Thank you so much like, for calling something I already am. <laughs> yes, I'm throwing that one. Oh, and, no. and his eye his eyes like bugged out, like kinda gave me that look of wait, what just happened? Look. Like we all have seen that look of like, at least once or twice mm-hmm. in our lives. Oh yeah. And and he was speechless. All he could say was, You're welcome. He goes like, No wait, you're more than welcome. At this point, the entire class was laughing at him because he did not get the reaction that he was expecting. <laughs> it was a complete epic fail for him. <laughs> Man, you ought to know he was embarrassed. Oh, he was. <laughs> that, like, the, like, the metaphor I use, that's like, like you, Mike, pointing a gun at me, and then I snatch the gun out of your hands, Unload the gun completely, and then just like pistol whip you. Yeah, <laughs> just because I can. <laughs> now you give me your money. <laughs> who's robbing who now, bitch? <laughs> yeah, who's robbing who now? <laughs> but yeah, that like, like so. How about you, Mike? Like, do you got like do you got something? Yeah, yeah, I got some. It's it's a personal fail that I failed at, right? Okay. Personal experience. So, we were in 
think it was fifth grade, we had this like two, we had two playgrounds. We had a smaller one that had the swings, the monkey bars, the little dome. Okay. And we had the second one that was right next to it. It was, they were both like blocked in with little black barricades where it had play gym, another set of swings, a couple of, like a few slides. It was a big one, two small ones. And then there was my, I, I, me and my friend's favorite, which was the tallest one was, I don't know if y'all ever had it, it's the four ladders that curve up, and they all connect at the top, and then there's a, uh, like, a, a pole, and you'd slide down like Fireman. No, I didn't I have that. that. Well, it was, it was about 10, 15, 20 feet up. It, it was kind of high up. It was, it was taller than the play gym. And, um, we, we would compete, um, and we would like have our little games where we'd all watch each other and take turns of who can get up there the fastest mm -hmm. and go down. So you had this way and you had this way. You had up and down, or I guess you could say east and west and then north and south. Okay. And so one person would go up the horizontal way and then the other one would go up the vertical way. And we would see who can get all the way up and then down the fastest. Well, I was doing pretty good in this competition, and I was, I was getting up there the fastest, and I had my little moves, and I started getting really cocky with it. And, okay. Uh, Starting to get good. Oh, boy. The hardest part is once you get to the connecting um, circle where all the ladders connect, and then there's the pole, and there's a gap. So either you have to climb around, or you have to jump, and, like, give it a little, uh, like you're on the monkey bars, and try to get to the other side. Makes sense. So I was going against... Uh, we were, I guess, what you'd call like the semifinals, because it was us, and then whoever was winning this would be competing with the next guy who was in the finals. Mm -hmm. um, and there was like a good dozen or more of us that were standing there, so there's a little audience there watching, and um, I'm climbing up. You know, they say go. I'm climbing up. I get to the top, and I get to the top a couple seconds before he gets up there. So I, I'm cocky with it. I get real cocky with it, and instead of trying to like climb my way across I just jump and I'm like ah fuck this I'm about to show off and I jump and I try to catch it just with one hand and be like ooh look I got one hand well I when I grabbed it with one hand I only caught it with the tip of my finger so I slipped ooh. off oh and <laughs> I fell ass first onto the ground and I went ooh <laughs> and it knocked the wind out of me like I couldn't I couldn't move for a second I was like <laughs> like that was the sound I made when I hit the ground yeah, I can imagine. I mean, bro, everybody was laughing at me, bro. I was so embarrassed. I was like, I was trying to show off, but I ended up embarrassing myself. I see, that's what happens when you try to showboat. <laughs> that's exactly what Showing happens. off and showboating something, you know, karma's a bitch. She comes back and be like, okay, I got you. <laughs> yeah, just slap you to the face. Take that. Kid Rock said it best. It ain't bragging if you can back it up. Yeah. He clearly didn't back it up. <laughs> nah, I didn't back it up. <laughs> he didn't back it up. <laughs> I got too deep in the weeds. Uh, what do you got, uh, Thunder? Nah, I ain't got nothing personal I can think off the top of my head. No, like nothing from like uh, what you consider a big fail from like a video oh, game no, I, or a TV show. Video games. Like, like, this is like literally oh, like open here. Oh no, I was saying, I was gonna say, I have stuff from video games, plenty of shit from video games. Let me tell you about it. <laughs> there was a couple instances where I would be sitting there playing uh, a game with my friends. Right, we'd be playing like Rainbow Six Siege, and I'd be sitting here at ADS. 
right, looking at a, at a hallway, I see the dude, and as soon as I go to pull the trigger, one of our guys would walk right in front of my gun, and i blow his head off. <laughs> nice. Every fucking time I turned around, they'd walk right in front of me as I'm about to pull the trigger, and I'd shoot him in the back of the head. He's like, what the fuck, bro? Be like, I was sitting right there. You <laughs> knew I was there. We went over this. I, you know. Or the best ones are when you go to throw a grenade and it bounces back and comes into your face and blows you up. Oh, I love that one. I, <laughs> I, I, I can't say I haven't done that because I have. Oh, I've done it quite a few times. I've actually thrown a grenade hoping that it would go, you know, this way. And it was like, I'm like, oh, Especially trying to throw through a doorway and you accidentally you hit, hit the, the door and it, thing, comes it just back. comes back. It's like, you're, 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 oh yeah. shit. I'm fucked. Yeah. <laughs> well, nice knowing you. <laughs> so, they, you know, this one is uh, like more personal like for me, though, like one of my fails, like what I would consider an epic fail. That I was at work one time and, and I, and I uh, work at at a shipping place, which that's how I met these two like assholes. But oh, fuck yourself. <laughs> but anyways, um, I was on like the uh, conveyor belt, you know, like uh, those I yeah, know I work, you know exactly what I'm talking about. There's like a conveyor belt that where it has like the big stuff on it where you can like where it can't go down the chutes, and then. So my job was to scan, like scan it and put it on a belt that's next to the chute, so the people that are loading into the truck get, you know, gets it. They can get it. Well, anyways, there was this, uh, you know, light box, probably shit, probably no more than like three pounds. It was very, very light, and I scanned it, and then I went to toss like the box like a frisbee, right? And it's spinning around on, on like the belt, uh, like on the belt. That, oh, it, the rollers. Like the rollers, yeah. yeah I was like, is, how are you spinning on the belt? We only have one belt. But, yeah, it's only that one belt. Well, a- anyways, rollers, so it's spinning on it, on like the rollers. And then there, and then right by the uh, chute, there was, you know, like one, like there's like a, you know, a support beam that is like <laughs> supporting, the, like holding the chute up. Well, anyways, the box, like, the, the tail end of the box actually hits the support beam and then goes, like, flying over to the right. <laughs> like, the, the, the guy in the truck that was loading that, uh, his name was Ben. You, uh, you I don't think you know Ben. He was, yeah, like, he way, was after way after you. Well, anyways, like, Ben, like, Ben's like, I saw that. Like, he's laughing at me. He's laughing at me. I'm laughing at myself. And I'm like, well, that's an epic fail if I ever, like, no one. <laughs> I thought he was leading up to that shit came back to hit him in the face. <laughs> nah. Nah. I was too far away for it to hit me in the face, but. Yeah. No, yeah, like, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, you would have yeah. been too far for that to hit you. See, I've had an instance where it was an epic fail, I guess, at work. Same, same kind of scenario, right? I'm working on the belt. And I got, I have this uh, cylindrical package, right? Mm-hmm. Not very big. But y- y'all can see it, but they, yeah. can't, they mm-hmm. can't see it. But it's about yay big, so. About a foot. Right? Give or take. And naturally, I just yeet it up into the overhead, right? 
Yeah. I'm not thinking nothing of it. I throw it up there. I'm waiting to see if it's going to go off the other side because, you know, sometimes you throw it too hard. It goes off the other side. No, this time I threw it up and somehow in the space between where the chute and the edge of the chute, uh, like the actual chute itself, hits, there's that space right in between that you can see, right? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. 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 I threw it up into the chute. Somehow it bounced, went through that gap, fell out, and landed back on the rollers. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm like... <laughs> I'm like, how the hell? When? Why? How? Ooh, what? Fucking trolls. I don't know what the hell it was, but it literally a cylindrical object went up in the chute, came out, went down the side, out the side I was on, and literally fell back out. I'm like, I couldn't recreate that in a million years, even if I had tried. They Rick and Morty your ass. That's what it felt like. Some, <laughs> something, man. I swear to God. It went in, and it came right back out. And it wasn't even where I threw it. I was like, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Somebody, somewhere, something's just like, nah, dog. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I say that excitement was pretty big success there. I think that that could be something to be revisited later on. Yeah. Let me know what you guys think. I, I enjoy it, but this is a show for you guys. Let me know what you think. All right, let's get into a sponsor here real quick. Carefree Merch. If you haven't heard of them, you soon will. I wear them. They are super soft, super comfortable. They got hoodies, t-shirts for outdoor lovers to patriotic tees. And they got some lamps, some pillowcases, which is a very big hit, apparently. My my sister telling me that everybody loves those freaking pillowcases. Hey, man, everybody needs a pillowcase. And not everyone <laughs> needs a body pillow. That's, that's true. Depends on the body pillow. Well, anyways, um, all, all their products are made in the USA. So if you like supporting like small businesses as well as supporting America... Do me a favor, check them out, look no further than them. The website is carefreemerch.myshopify.com. That's Carefree Merch, all traditional spelling. C-A-R-E-F-R-E-E-M-E-R-C-H.myshopify.com. Thanks, Carefree Merch, for sponsoring the podcast. All right, moving on here. So yesterday I was uh, watching... Uh, Impact's Wrestling's, um, the biggest pay-per-view of the year is, like, their version of WrestleMania called Bound for Glory. Well, before that they were called Impact Wrestling, once upon a time, that they, like, they were called TNA, which stands for Total Nonstop Action Wrestling. And, and they announced at the very end of the show... That starting January at a pay-per-view that they call Hard to Kill, they're actually reverting it back to uh, TNA, like the original name. And ever since that they made that announcement, within that 24 hours, that the AEW fans are losing their shit. <laughs> Where they are melting down over on X, and all the other social media platforms. They might as well announce that WWE bar AEW is going to go out of business tomorrow. That's like that's the kind of reaction that they were giving. Bro. <laughs> bro. <laughs> yeah, 
all of a sudden you just hear, it's the end of the world as we know it. <laughs> I'm like, that might as well have been the announcement. <laughs> and, and, uh, like, and, and the thing is, these are the same people that go around and, and go on social media and say, why can't we all just like wrestling? Why can't we just watch both? The same people that is melting down over a name change. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Which hasn't even officially happened yet. But they're melting down over a name change. And they also announced which I think is like what's scaring the shit out of those people, is that they're actually not only doing a, uh, the name change, but they're getting like a new setup, you know, like new entrance uh, ramp, you know, as like for, you know, going back to like the old way, new belt, and they're actually planning on going back to like bigger venues again. I think that the reason why that they're like, so butthurt is because that AEW is so mediocre, that they're worried that their favorite number two like, wrestling company is going to drop down to number three. Like, hey, it's still podium. <laughs> hey, it's It's still on the podium. <laughs> and oh, like, as long as I'm like, three, I don't give a damn. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, oh, no, we have to worry about DNA. They're being competition again. You know, I'm like, hey. <laughs> exactly. Com- like competition is good, assholes. That's like what makes everything better. Without competition, you just have a monopoly. <laughs> and having a monopoly means you can do whatever the hell you want. People are going to have to like it. Shit, you can look at it with a glass half full. If you move down to third, only two people ahead of you. How many people are behind you? You're still number three. This is true. I mean, like, seriously, for, like, the longest time, like, WWE was, like, the only major player on, on television, right? That, that they were the only major one because they bought out ECW and WCW. So, and people got, you know, like, people complained on how stale the product, like, was. And, you know, they're not wrong. It did get stale. Because, like, because why? Why is that? There's no competition on TV, like, for them. So they don't have to better themselves. They're like, oh, they, this normally, like, we normally wouldn't put this on. Like, this is, like, a piece of garbage of a storyline. This is a piece of garbage of a match. This doesn't make any sense. But, like, hey, we got no competition. Let's put it on the air anyway. You know? But then what happened? TNA came around. The product got a little bit better because uh, there was competition again. And then, and then, um, and then, and then AEW came around. The product got a little bit better because there's even more competition. Like, you see, that's the thing. When, like, when you have competition, things get better because uh, not only that it's better for the fans because. I've said this in the past, because that the because like, the people that is in charge of making storylines, you know, making you know, um, like trying to make good matches, they're going to have to like put in like real effort to like put on good quality stuff. So that's a, like win for the fans. 
that versus like only having one entity, like one major player. And then and then it's also good for the talent. Because it, like for instance, if like let's say it's Seth Rollins. Let's say Seth Rollins got tired of the like, direction that he took with WWE. He could go to AEW. He can go to TNA. He could go to New Japan like, Pro Wrestling. There's many places that he could go to. Mm-hmm. So it's good for it's good for the talent too because that because that he's not he's like he's not a force to be with with WWE. He could literally go somewhere else. To, like and say, hey, well maybe I'll be happy in this company. You know, so it's better for the talent because there's places that they can go. Yeah, if it was a monopoly and he was good at, at, at wrestling, right? And WWE's the only one that's around. If he can't go there, then he has to find a new area of expertise to go into. I mean, there's always like the there's always like the indies, but a lot of like the indies, they're not televised. Yeah, and, and you're not making nearly as much money. Yeah, but, but yeah, I mean, but with with the like TNA that is like stepping up their game again, you know, uh, under like the new ownership with like AEW around, it's it's better for everybody, and I I find it hilarious that they're like those same people are saying like you know you can like both AEW and WWE. And I'm like, of course you can like multiple products. Me personally, I think AEW sucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I like WWE and I like Impact Wrestling. You know, I mean, and it's funny because try like like W like wrestling is one of those like few like instances. I say that in um, in the video game industry where. It's like very that there's a lot of tribalism, where where it's like, oh, I'm Team WWE, like screw all the other guys, or I'm Team AEW, screw all the other guys. I'm going to be watching nothing but that. You know what? That's your preference, whatever. But they notice that you don't really get that in the food industry, where it's like, say if you like like hot dogs, right? And then somebody goes on on X and say like you know it's possible to like hot dogs and hamburgers, like well no shit. Who's saying that like oh I love I love hot dogs screw hamburgers. Nobody says that. Nobody cares. Like nobody like, eat what you want to eat. Nobody gives a shit. I think because <laughs> it's the same way with sports like like WWE. Football, soccer, basketball, especially soccer, outside of the U.S., people will literally kill each other over soccer. It's one of the most <clears throat> televised sports, and I think I don't know for most uh, human history, it's just we've always been real tribal about it. I don't know. I, I think it's just something about how how we are as humans. It's how we're wired. Yeah, it's how we're wired to to say, oh yeah, we like to fuck everybody up. <laughs> this is the, this is like my home team, or these are the people that I grew up watching. I think it's just something about human nature. Yeah, I mean, you do got some truth to that because, like, you know, one of my favorite hockey teams are like the like the Red Wings, but I like I like multiple like hockey teams. I don't just like one. I like multiple different franchises. Yeah, and I've actually met some people. It's like, like, oh well, 
You can only like one team. I'm like, bullshit. Yeah. See, it, and <laughs> like, hell. <laughs> I like multiple different teams and multiple different sports, even though I don't watch sports. Yeah, no. like, I, I will not. There's just some people that they can't see themselves liking two teams. And you got people like me and Matt where I don't really watch sports, but when I but, watch football, I like different teams. You know, I'll be like, oh, I like the Titans. You know, I like the Ravens. Uh, I like, uh, what's it called, the Eagles. Like, you know, I like different teams. I yeah. like two teams. I mean, I mean, uh, now, like, don't get me wrong, that when the Detroit Red Wings is playing, it doesn't matter who they're against. I'm going to be rooting for, like, the Red Wings. But I do also like other teams, though. Right. You know, I like the Nashville Predators, the Dallas Stars, the New York Rangers, the Boston Bruins, the Calgary Flames. I like multiple different teams. But like that, like just like, but like I mean, I do love like one specific team, and I'm always going to root for the Red Wings above everybody else. But if they're not playing against the Red Wings, then it's kind of like okay, like well, who are they playing now? Like, like for instance, like the only team that I hate the most is like is Thunder's favorite team, the Colorado Avalanche. It doesn't matter who's playing against the Colorado Avalanche. I'm going to root for somebody that's not playing, that's not the Avalanche. Yeah. <laughs> that's kind of like uh, the base, like, you know, uh, I mean, a lot of people, like, you know, dislike the Yankees. And I and, hate the Yankees. And, <laughs> Look at you. And then, there are, and then there are people out there that's like, like well, I don't care, like, who the Yankees are playing. I'm going to be rooting for, like, for the not Yankees, where it's like, the Yankees could be like top five in in baseball, and then let's say the Astros is like twenty fifth in the league. Yeah, you know, like, I'm still going to root for the freaking Astros. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter how bad they are; they might get an upset on the Yankees. <laughs> There's that one in you know <laughs> ten chance. <laughs> See that that that's because because when it comes to football, I don't like the Raiders. I don't like the Raiders. I don't like the Raiders, man. I fucking hey, root for anyone who's not them. <laughs> See, that's my point. <laughs> I don't like the Raiders because the Raiders are the basically the rivals of the Denver Broncos. Yeah, which is my team, one of my teams. <laughs> Even though I don't watch football, the Denver Broncos are my team, and the Raiders are not. Yeah, <laughs> and if anybody's playing the Raiders, I'm a damn sure root for whoever was playing against them because I don't like the Raiders. I just, I've never liked the Raiders. Yeah, I mean, they, they always... I also like the Pittsburgh Steelers, too. I do, I like the Steelers. I do like them, too. All right. I don't really look at it. I don't really look at Denver. So I don't know much about them. All right, so... Uh, today... On the, I mean, we're recording this on... On Sunday, but... It's, um... They, this Monday. doesn't air till Monday, yeah. but, um, <laughs> I don't even know that. right, but, I mean, I don't care, I just did. I broke the fourth wall, don't give a shit, my podcast. Hey guys, how's it going? <laughs> We're breaking fourth walls here. I see you over there on the couch, not listening to me right now. <laughs> <laughs> you and your car anyway, Yeah, I hear it. I see anyways. You. I see, all right, hey, listen, you listen. Get out of the left lane! <laughs> uh, on October 23rd, 1950 was actually the like the birth of the of the march on Fifth Avenue in New York as part of like the women's suffrage movement. 
is an estimate of 25,000 supporters in a women's suffrage march on New York's Fifth Avenue led by Dr. Anna Shaw and Carrie Ch uh, Chapman Cat, interesting name by the way, the founder of the League of uh, Women's Voters. So, what day was that? October 23rd, 1915. Damn. I guess all the men were hungry that day. So, like, so yeah, um, which, you know, which I think that, you know, from, like, the outset that women should have, like, had, like, the right to vote. Even though that, even though that, that, you know, at the time, like, like since, like, the founding, that only landowners could vote, which was, pri pri like, primarily men. Yeah. But... But just because like you don't like don't own like own any land because I don't own any land doesn't make me any less American to say like hey I want to vote like vote for Joe Blow from Idaho over here. Why is he always on the same brain waves? <laughs> I mean, I was I'm, I'm hanging I'm hanging out with you way too much. That's, that's why. A, I think I mean, that's your problem. Is, yeah, I'm a fucking two peas in a pod. I mean, no, no, you're right, but I think. Back then, it, it, I, I think they they saw it more as like power, so like people who had like with land, so like they they thought their voices probably mattered more, not because they were men, but because like they held land in America, you know, a different time. Yeah, I mean, it is definitely a different time. I mean, but I'm also like one of those like like those people that will actually try to to actually see it in the lens. Of that time to try to to grasp what was going on in that time, you know. I yeah. mean, I mean, there's so many people out there that you know don't do that. It's like, oh, like, well, Bill Cosby said this like fifty years ago. I'm like, yeah, that was like a, a different time. Yeah, like people weren't as butthurt about every little thing like they are now. And the problem now is not. The problem nowadays is that people will go and look back on those times and hold everything you say against you and hold it over your head. Yeah, because they're looking at because it. Because it's like, okay, view. you're looking at it in today's view, not the not in the past's view. Yeah. Because back then, that was normal. That was nothing. Nobody gave a damn. Nowadays, everyone gets all fucking butthurt if you fucking look at them wrong. Yeah. And you sneeze wrong and it's offensive. Right. <laughs> if you just look a certain way. You were born to look a certain way. That's offensive. But, like, each time period, man, they got different things that are okay and not okay. So you can't just take what you see in today's view and look, oh, what they did in the 60s was wrong. And people, people don't do that. And, uh, and, we're not, and we're not saying, you know, we're not endorsing, like, any one thing in particular. Saying, like, oh, like, well, in, like, the, uh, the example I use, like, oh, what Bill Cosby did was... Like said was right, or, or like we're not like saying that. We're just saying that, like before you formulate opinion, keep in mind, facts. like keep in mind, like you know at that time period, what it was like then, because that like you know that matters, that mm -hmm. 
-hmm. that really does matter. It's like you got to like see it through the lens of like you know what it was like back then. You know, nowadays, you know, we view it as okay for you know women and minorities to vote, but there was actually one point of time where they thought. That was not okay. They they thought, like, oh, like, well, you're not white? Like, oh, well, like, you don't, you don't get a say who our president is. Oh, like, you're, you're a woman? Like, well, you don't get a say because you don't have land. Yeah. Like, that's, like, what it was, you know, at, like, at one point in time, that was, like, the norm. And then eventually, somebody came around and said, like, hey, that's not right. And then eventually... A good chunk of Americans thought, like, yeah, you know what? You actually got a good point there. Yeah, and and I mean, with the people who grew up like that, they didn't say anything wrong with it. It's just like how they always knew. So when someone else came around and said, "Oh, this is just this, we could do this differently," then you know, eventually we did we did wise up to that fact and say, "All right, yeah, we do need to do that." Right. Yeah, but you know, but like I said, at one point in time, they thought. It was, that was like, at one point in time, that was the norm. Just like at one point in time, slavery was the norm. And then eventually, Abraham Lincoln came along and said like, yeah, we're no longer doing that. Yeah. I'm, free, I'm freeing the slaves. And, and then he faced a lot of backlash for that. But eventually, history, you know, made him right. They, they painted him... To be on the right side of history. Yeah. And that was, I think, one of the reasons he got killed. Because people didn't agree with, with him making a lot of those decisions. So, in the time, he wasn't probably looked at as, as fondly as we do look at him now. Oh, I just uh, I remembered one thing that I was going to say like during the like epic fail segment. That... I got an email that I periodically get emails from StubHub saying eight events that you won't want to miss. And I got to tell you, 99% of the time, they are dead wrong about me. <laughs> Where eventually they might get lucky and say like, hey, uh, Jason Aldean is in, in your area. Like, here's a link for you to get tickets. You know, I'm like, wow, they actually got one right. One out of one. <laughs> there you go. But, but, okay, so here, wait, here's our, um, like, here's, like, this uh, latest edition of eight events you don't want to miss. Right, guys? All right. Like, Nor New Orleans Saints versus the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah, that sounds uh, like you. Apparently, I don't want to miss that game. Yeah, you wearing you wearing the shirt right now. <laughs> Seattle Seahawks at Baltimore Ravens. Apparently, I don't want to miss that game either. Apparently, they know you so well. You love your football. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bill, like Philly Eagles at Washington Commanders. Again, football. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Buffalo Bills at football. Cincinnati Bengals. More football. Pittsburgh Steelers at Cleveland Browns. Football. Watch a lot of football. I don't, really don't want to miss any of these football games. <laughs> Michigan Wolverines at Maryland Terrapins. Football. 
Green Bay Packers at uh, at uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Washington Wizards at Indiana like Indiana Pacers basketball. Oh my god. And I so, guess so I eight nine footballs and a basketball. <laughs> yeah. Like seven like, football <laughs> and a basketball. It's, oh eight, it's my eight. bad. I was not yeah. paying attention. So seven footballs and a basketball. Now at one point in time, so back no when I was hockey, in there was no music, it was all Football and one lonesome basketball. I guarantee they put that in there. Like, oh, let's throw something a little different in there. <laughs> this guy basketball. watches a lot of hockey. Let's make him watch football. Yeah. And, and, occasional, football like, and occasional b-ball game. <laughs> hey, they're similar. No. They're all similar, right? No, like, no I, will, I will say this, though. When I was in junior high, it was actually a very quick thing. Like, like a very quick phase in my life. That I actually, like, from junior high and then up into 2008 when I graduated, I actually, I actually did, uh, I actually did, uh, like, watch, like, basketball, but after I graduated high school, I, I stopped watching it. I lost interest in it at that point. But, so, at one point in time, I did play basketball, but this was, like, you know, literally today... At 4 p.m. my time. So, I don't watch basketball. I can give two shits about uh, football. So, they're like 0 and 8 again. <laughs> yeah, either they're about a few years late on their information or, or they're over here spitballing. <laughs> they're like, man, this guy's ordering tickets for hockey games and music. Well, let's give him football and basketball. That sounds about right. <laughs> that, is, that is a correct assumption to make. Oh, just man. do the polar opposite. <laughs> Next thing you know, he's going to get NASCAR tickets. <laughs> <laughs> Which I've actually had in, um, in previous emails. <laughs> NASCAR tickets and, and tickets to go see a theater. <laughs> oh, I haven't had that yet. Show. Apparently, they think I'm an uncultured swine. Hey, they're batting a thousand here in losses, guys. <laughs> yeah, buddy, I think you need to cut it. <laughs> you so you owe a thousand, they're bro. Like, they're like one for a thousand. <laughs> Your eyes aren't looking that good. <laughs> not, not even 1%. <laughs> they're at Yeah. I mean, occasionally they might get lucky and actually throw in something that I like. And, and one time I got an email saying that, like, oh, uh, Luke Bryan is in town. I'm like, well, I'm not big on Luke Bryan, but I do like a few of his songs, so... I can see why that like, you did that because I am a, a fan of country music, so I can see why you want to throw him in there. <laughs> did, did you say they were called Straight Facts? Mm. What was the name? No, it was like eight events that you don't want to miss. Okay, all right, eight <laughs> events. Like eight events that you don't want to miss. I'm like, wow, you guys do not know me at all. How do you generate these freaking emails? <laughs> <laughs> They're like, hmm. I'm like. Like, what are you, throwing, like, a freaking dartboard here? Like, with pictures on them? Like, okay, yeah, let's they, see. Let's see what the darts land on today. Oh, okay. It literally went like this. They're like, all right, we got a handful of darts. 
Seven of them landed on football, and this one stray went over here to basketball. They're like, yep, we're going to settle these today. Yeah. <laughs> all right, which ones? Well, there's only seven playing, so we, those are all covered. But which one in basketball? <laughs> uh, hold on. <laughs> Throw another one. That one. <laughs> now, here's like one thing that that I don't get. It's very popular for hockey and and basketball to share arenas, right? Mm -hmm. Well, L.A., you know, I think they changed the name. It was uh, the Staples Center. I think they changed the name now. But but the L.A. Kings play there, the Los Angeles Clippers, and the Los Angeles uh, Lakers. So you have three home teams playing in that one arena. How do they make the freaking schedule like for that that does not conflict? I'm sure that's like very difficult to do. It has to be. Has and to not be to mention that they got three like sports teams sharing one arena. Not to mention, you know, like wrestling events or like concerts or anything else for that matter. Yeah, because you've got to redo the whole like area. That they'd be playing on, like basketball or hockey. Like you, you've got to, you've got to make some preparations in order to have the arena ready for the next event. Oh yeah, it's, it's like, like it's like baseball and football that share fields. You ever seen that? I tell you what, when football comes in, they don't give a fuck if there's a dirt pit in the middle of their damn game. They're just gonna run right through it. Yeah, I I've no. seen it multiple times, especially when it gets rainy and muddy in the field out where the baseball field is. It's it's muddy as fuck, but you just see them plowing through the mud on the football field that they painted over top of everything. Yeah, I'm like, y'all couldn't afford to get an actual stadium. You're just taking taking the baseball. The, okay, that's cool. <laughs> Fucking cheap asses. <laughs> you couldn't even couldn't even bother to put like some fake turf over it or something. No, just going for a Okay, not even that. <laughs> no, just gonna leave. Okay. You're just gonna spread. You're just gonna paint lines over it, right? Okay. Cool. Uh, <laughs> you, can't, like, you know, put a, like a glass dome over the top in case it rains. You know, if you want to. Can't put nothing up there. I. It's not my game. Right. It's not my money. Yeah, not my money. I won't be the one breaking an ankle. Okay, so I'm moving on here. A uh, teenager catches tennis ball that was dropped like 469.5 feet. So 49 and 69 and a half feet. What do you that mean? motherfucker was coming in hot. <laughs> so he caught it? But what do, what do you mean he dropped it? Like a... Here, like, if, you, if you guys uh, come over here, I'll show you the video. I have it on mute. It's only a 12-second video here. Yeah, let me rewind it here. So, for those who are listening, I'm showing the guys here the uh, video. Look at that. Huh. So, yeah. Um, He was 18 years old. And... From New York, so apparently he has that kind of time on his hands. I guess so. Um, he, he, um, he wanted to break a 
you know, the uh, the record that, and boy, did he break it. The original record was 75.4 feet. New record is now 469 and a half feet. All right, so how do you break that? All right, pick up all the tennis balls and take them to the top of the Empire State Building. <laughs> I am going to make an attempt to catch them <laughs> and hopefully not die. Yeah, man. <laughs> and coming in at mock Jesus. <laughs> now, what I like, what I wonder, because this was only a twelve-second video. What they don't show you is like, I wonder how many attempts it took him. Oh, I guarantee you, it took a lot. <laughs> you don't, you never get it on the first try. And a lot of times, what they'll do is they'll make a cut video of them attempting every single shot or every single time they've done it. Yeah. Up until the point when they actually did make it. You know for a damn fact these people doing these stunts did not get it on their very first try. And if they did, they're lucky as hell. I mean, that's the thing. Hours or days just for a and little clip. Weeks just to try and get this one clip. You're like, bruh, what kind of time do you got on your hands? Yeah, man. I got, I got a job. I got, you know... I gotta relax, go back to work. Hell yeah, I can't go, I can't do it before work because I'll be tired. Can't do it after work because it's gonna be dark and I'm gonna be tired. So, shit, what, what, what am I supposed to do with it? <laughs> Highest tennis ball in the middle of the night that glows in the dark. Yeah, yeah, you gotta get it going. <laughs> glow in the dark. Oh, you have to at that point. Yeah, you gotta cover it in some fucking like luminescence, <laughs> like luminous paint. UV paint, just trying to, trying to flashlight up there. Which actually does exist, by the way. It does. UV paint is real. Oh, yeah, I've seen it before. Imagine Boy. painting your whole car in UV paint. People just looking at it, like, what the hell? And then in the middle of the night, you just see this big, bright-ass thing driving down the road. Like, that would actually be kind of cool. That? that would be cool. It's like, you better... <laughs> <laughs> it'd be expensive now, as shit, but now, it'd be cool. Here's the way to, here's the way to look at it. Think of it. So cool. You never forget where your car was, but you better hope not to commit a crime. <laughs> hey, oh, you would be definitely be anyone. You'd be <laughs> definitely sticking out like a sore thumb. You got a point there. I don't think anyone would try to carjack you either, because that is that is the most that is the like, brightest <laughs> motherfucking car on planet Earth. Even the fucking police chopper wouldn't have to put a spotlight on it. <laughs> and if they did, they put a UV light on just to keep you keep you shining bright. Where'd he go? I don't know. Look. Oh, there he is. <laughs> hey, Can't miss him. He's bright green. He just stole my car. Me? What me? It, it glows in the dark, man. You can't miss it. It's like, what do you mean it goes? Never me, mind. Me, I, I would actually. I'm like, oh, wait, we just saw him. He's three blocks away. Me, like me, I would have like, like, uh, where it's like black during the day and it's like glowing red at night. I, don't know I would have like red paint. I don't know if that's physically possible though to have it black at day and then glowing red at night. I don't. Yeah, I don't know how. You I don't think that's possible. Like it would that. be. It would be cool to have it like uh, pearlescent, where it was like black and red. Yeah. Oh yeah. It, it, it seems like cool. that. Then I have to be like some LED shit where you feel like having it. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm just saying that I would. Chameleon. Yeah, you have to have a chameleon car basically. I, that's what I would have. I would definitely have it like where, like well, maybe not like black during the day, but I I would have it like where at night it like glows red. And, and you know, we cool. were talking about the glow in the dark car. Have you ever seen the blackest black? 
No. It the color is so black, it literally makes everything flat. What? You literally cannot tell the dimensions of anything that you're looking at because it is the purest form of black. They what actually took that? they actually took a mask, a mold of a mask, painted it with the purest black and pointed it right at the camera to show you. And it looks just like a black a black slate until they turned it sideways and showed you the outline of a face. How the fuck does that work? It is the absolute blackest black. Even sunlight does not reflect off of it. Bro, that's like a black hole. It is the purest black. It is a real thing. And somebody painted a car in full pure black. Dude, this looks like like So little... literally, it is just lights and taillights driving down the highway. Like, all you're going to see is lights and taillights. And that... light doesn't even reflect off of it. I, at that <laughs> point, I, I would call that a ghost car. Yeah, I'm like, a, it's a, it's the car of the night. <laughs> this is my dark horse. That, yeah, that's literally a dark horse. I'm I, like, this motherfucker is driving a ghost mobile. All of a sudden, you just see red lights on the inside. <laughs> yeah, you're like, ah, no, I'm not dealing with that fucking shit. I'm like, yeah, that, too that drunk for that. <laughs> that motherfucker has some twilight zone shit. Now I'm stepping into the twilight zone. <laughs> Alright, we got. Got we got a little bit more we got to get to here. Better make it fast, Snappy. Uh, oh, no, we're going uh, We're going to be going over, like, the hour. Like, the hour, because like, right now we're at, like, the 49 and a half minute mark. We're definitely going to be going over an hour. I'm going to get... Right. He's like, trying too hard. He's trying way too hard. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't care we're going over. I'm just saying, we're definitely going to be going over. All right, see... Now here's like what's like oh, weird wow. when I Google like when I uh, duck duck go this that the tab says like fifty weird crazy facts like and the link uh, said that on duck duck go so I clicked on it from read uh, digest in the headline of it says sixty weird facts most people don't know I'm like the web page on duck duck go says it's there's fifty. That's very misleading. Yeah, I, I think they're, they're trying to run up with me. Search 50, get 10 free. <laughs> there you go, I like that. Alright. <laughs> I mean, we're obviously not going to go through all of them, but... Like, here's like here's one. Flamingos bend their legs at the ankle. Oh, not yes. the knee. I know yes, that I did know. Uh, how about this one? Roller coasters were invented to dis uh, to distract Americans from sin. Uh, okay, that I wasn't. It's, it's I didn't hear him. Wait a minute. He's saying these are facts. How's that? Well, that how's that's that what they. Were, that's what they were created for. Who it, made this? It says. Uh, this was. Uh, this is from uh, Reader's Digest. The. It says in the eighteen eighties. Uh, the businessman, the Marxist, uh, Thompson, hated uh, that Americans like were tempted by, I cannot say that word, uh, H-E-D-O-N-I-S-T-I-C. Uh, hedonistic. Hedonistic, thank you, places like s- saloons and brothels. So he set out to straighten up. One of the most immoral places he could think of, Coney Island in New York. There he built America's first roller coaster 
to give New York some good, clean fun away from, like, from, uh, seedier, like, pessimies. Like, pessimies. That's what it says. Oh, okay. So, that, that makes sense. So, it's like, yeah, it makes a lot of sense, man. Like, hmm, like, should I go to a brothel or go to Coney Island and ride a roller coaster? I think the, the option is pretty clear on that. <laughs> I mean, it's blatantly obvious. We should go to the brothel. Yeah, I'm going to get some bitches. Now, here's uh, that one. Ice pots were invented by an 11-year-old by accident. That I did actually know. I didn't. That doesn't surprise me. I actually did know that. In 1905, an 11-year-old boy named Frank Epperson left soda powder in water outside overnight with a wooden stirmer still in the cup. The mixture had frozen in a chilly nighttime weather, so the ipsicle... That's what it was really called, like, like you know, Ipsicles, was born. He sold the treat around his neighborhood in nearby amusement park and even patented the recipe. Years later, he changed the name to Popsicles because that's like what his kids, they called the concoction. Hmm. That sounds about right. You know, uh, a lot of food that we eat probably was made by accident. I've seen a lot of those, like potato chips. That shit was made by accident. Actually, yes. It was made by accident on purpose. Yeah, it was made by accident on purpose. I think it was what, ordered? It was, it was ordered that it was, way? No, it wasn't even ordered that way. It was literally this guy had ordered something specific with potatoes. Yep, and, and he accidentally sliced the uh, potato tooth in. No, he didn't accidentally. He did it on purpose because when he brought the order out, the guy that had ordered it didn't want it, didn't like it. It wasn't what he asked for. So it pissed off the chef. So the chef decided to cut the potatoes super, super thin and deep fry them as long as he possibly could until they were completely crispy. And then he smothered it in salt. So when they brought it out, the person that had ordered it was looking at it like, what the hell is this? And he picked it up and took a bite. I was like, man, this is freaking great. <laughs> And thus, potato chips were born. I wonder if the chef was less pissed off or more pissed off that he liked it. I think he was kind of surprised that it became a hit. Yeah, he was like, man, I, I burnt the shit out of this. I didn't even try to make this good. Like, man, what the hell? How do you even? Uh, how about this fact? Sloths can hold their breath longer than dolphins. See, I did know that one. Well, you, I was yeah, looking yeah, at I random facts one. one day. I don't know how, I don't know why, but I do remember seeing and hearing that uh, they hold their breath longer than dolphins, which is weird. Well, then again, they do like no. in slow motion. No, really. Not really. Like, I was literally about to say the same thing that Mike just said. Is that they're, like, they're much slower than dolphins is. So, yeah. they, like, they, like, so it's natural that they would have to exhale a lot you know, slower than dolphins do. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. Their heart beats, like, really slow. So their blood doesn't circulate as fast as a dolphin, so it wouldn't... Well, wouldn't yeah, because the dolphins are highly much more active, yes, naturally. But, you know, that doesn't mean that a sloth's, you know, not going to breathe normal. Now, I'm not so, saying that they're going... No, 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 no. no so, that's not what they're doing. 
So the article says by slowing their heart rate, sloths can hold their breath for up to 40 minutes. Dolphins uh, need to come up for uh, for air after about 10 minutes. Well, see, that's what you got. You got to think of a dolphin, which would be like somebody running versus a sloth who's basically just sitting there who can who can breathe. Well, a dolphin would probably breathe like three or four times in the span. It would take a sloth to breathe one time. So, like, you know. I mean, but the thing is, what's the purpose of a sloth holding their breath if there's no reason for them to go underwater? I mean, it ain't laziness. Yeah, laziness. I still want to breathe. In case they got in water and like fell in water or something, and it'd take them like 30, 40 minutes to get out of there. I mean, at that point, they're just dead. <laughs> they're, they're not moving fast enough to be buoyant no, to get yeah, out no, of that they're, water. They're dead. They're, they're pretty much dead anyway. Yeah. They're basically now, here's, dead. Here's a, a weird fact. I actually tried... I tried this, you know, before the like, before the podcast when I read this. It is impossible to hum while holding your nose. And I'm not going to try that. And the reason why they said is because, like, when you hum, air, like, you're able to because air is, is uh, escaping from your nose. And and um like and when you're holding your nose, that the, the air can't escape. I mean, essentially, you can still ha 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 with your mouth open, though technically, I would assume that's not really humming at that point. That's singing. It's not singing if there's no words. That is true. There's noise. So. And anyways, let's. Let's do a couple couple more here real quick. In the Philippines, McDonald's serves spaghetti. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to a burger joint for spaghetti. (laughs) Yeah, that that seems like something that doesn't go together. You go to get a burger and you get spaghetti on the side. Pasta don't seem like a side dish. Like maybe pizza. Not even, not even that. Like it sounds like it's a main course. Yeah, like we need uh, a yes, burger. Uh, I'd like to order me some scatty. <laughs> what? Now, I like honestly, I'm not saying I'm like bright light bulb in the room, but there is like some freaking idiots out there, you know, that can't walk, talk, and chew gum at the same time. And and this like went away because it. It was like like viewed as mean. Dunce caps used to be a sign of intelligence. Really? I think we need to bring that back. So that way, that if we uh, like if we uh, like if we want to ask a question as wearing like somebody with a dunce cap, we're like, oh well, I'm not going to ask you for a question then. Yeah, I, I know not to ask you. <laughs> I would wear one just so people wouldn't fucking ask me questions. <laughs> Hell yeah. Just put the dunce cap on. Huh? <laughs> what? I don't know. What's two plus two? Eleven <laughs> Okay. Definitely not after that guy. <laughs> now, did you know that Adolf Hitler was was actually nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize? Yep. Yeah. I, I don't think I actually knew that. Yeah, I didn't know that either. <laughs> My personality. So, anyways, uh. Yeah, Adolf Hitler was nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize 
Um, he actually was n- nominated in 1939, and the Swedes actually meant it uh, ironically, and then withdrew his nomination. And even more of a twist, he actually banned the Germans from accepting the award. Hmm. Isn't that kind of ironic that he got, he got nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize? Uh, it's no more ironic than, like, than freaking JFK buying a shit ton of Cuban cigars. And as soon as like, he signed uh, the... The piece of paper, you know, like with the delivery guy saying that, hey, I accept this. This is like now mine. He then he signed in the law making like Cuban cigars illegal. Oh my god, I didn't even know that. Yes, JFK literally did that. Like he was the last person that made like that was like that legally bought Cuban cigars before he made it illegal. Oh my god, that's so messed up. <laughs> I'm going to stockpile on all these, so I'm the only one who has them. If you think about it, like, that's kind of smart, though. Yeah. Because if somebody says, like, 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 oh, aren't you being a hypocrite? I'm like, well, not really, because I bought it legally. Hell yeah. <laughs> you want to buy some? <laughs> <laughs> so. So, uh, three months of tears. Actually, uh, at one point in time, had that actually used to come in a three pack, and each one of them had a different flavor. Damn! Why'd they get rid of that? It says the original Three Musketeers bar of the nineteen thirties came in three packs with different nougat like flavors in each: vanilla, chocolate, and strawberry. So Neapolitan. Like they, they were. <laughs> yeah. Like World War Two, they uh, rations made that triple threat expensive, so the company cut down to one. So naturally, they chose chocolate. Oh, I wish I wish they would have kept that around because I feel like that would be my favorite uh, candy bar, man. I, Three of those in there. I feel like they could bring it back now, though. They definitely could bring it back now. I don't know why they. I guess because they just think oh. People buy this, so there's no point in changing it. I feel like they should bring that back. Because I don't even really like Three Musketeers as, as oh. they are right now. Oh, I, I do. I love Three Musketeers. I mean, I like them, but it's not one of my favorites. If they would have three flavors, it would definitely be my favorite. And I and it would definitely be one of those that you actually get more bang for your buck, too. Oh, yeah. You know, still keep the uh, like the one packs around. You know, still keep them around. Yeah. But you know, bring back like the three pack. You know, and bring back the the additional flavors. Yeah, bring back the OG shit, man. And although I don't think there would be too many people that that would be a that was alive back then would remember that nowadays though. Because because they stopped doing it, and, you know. In the 1930s. Yeah, well, it's, it's true. No one would probably remember it, but it would still be... Uh, I, I would think it would still be very profitable. Oh, it would. I, I'm i not arguing with you on that. I'm just saying nobody would re- would really remember that. They'd probably think it's some new flavor and shit. And not oh, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, the, the owner's like, Nah, we actually did that once upon a time. Yep, we did that <laughs> about 100 years ago. 
shit. Yeah, almost a hundred years. In in seven years, I would you know exactly be a hundred years. Wow. Um, how about this one? Did you guys know this? Before toilet paper was invented, Americans used they used to use corn cobs. What corn cobs? Wonder how many people had that shit accidentally. Corn cob or the corn cobs husk? Because I would assume it'd be the husk. Yeah, I'm assuming it's the husk. It, and it doesn't. Nobody's shoving a whole ass corn cob up their ass to try and wipe it. Okay, not not eating that. Bro, you must have a raw ass after that. It yeah, says alternative. Alternatively, they'd use uh they use periodical uh, periodicals like the farmer's almond they almanac. Farmer's almanac. Yeah, farmer's almanac, which was a design. With a hole so it could hang in in outhouses. Necessarily is like the mother of all inventions after all. Man, a hole in it. That sounds like a bad recipe. You think you're acting and slip through that hole. How about this? The Empire State Building has its own zip code. I did not know that. I wonder why. <laughs> it's its own zip code. It's halfway ho- up. <laughs> yeah, it's home. Yeah, yeah, halfway is, is the regular city, and the other half is the fucking Sky City with a new zip code on it. <laughs> it's home to 10118. That's its zip code. Uh. Oh, now this, um. This actually doesn't surprise me. I didn't know this. The shortest war in history. You want to take a guess of how long it lasted? Ten minutes. Two days. He's actually closest without going over. It's under an hour. It was 38 minutes. What? That's not a war. That's a squabble. (laughs) Yeah, bro. That's not even a war. Not a war. This didn't even last the whole day. It was like, all right. It was a 30 minute fist fight. <laughs> we started at 1 p.m. and we're done at 2 p.m. So, hey. Not even. It'd be like 1.38. I got, I got to go home for lunch. See y'all later. Guys, I'm hungry. I'm going to leave. <laughs> so, it says when the Sultan of a British protected Zanzibar, Zanzibar died. And a new one took over without the British, uh, without British approval in 1896. Brits were not happy. Tension escalated when Sultan Khalid, they been Barghash, refused to step down. But the British they warship spent less than four, like forty minutes bombarding the place. The, the bombarding the palace before Khalid fled, the, the marking, the marking the very quick end of the Angelo Zanzibar War. Yeah, but at that point, that's not a war. That's like a slaughter. 
Yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm guessing that one side got absolutely fucking annihilated. Oh, it, that's a slaughter at that point. Because, uh... one side of fight. Because, um... Because in 1896, England was definitely the superpower of that time. Oh, like, yeah. They definitely were. And I'm guessing the other side was a bunch of fucking peasants with pitchforks. <laughs> Probably not even a real army. Grab your torch and pitchforks. Now, this I did know. Blue whales' uh, tongues can weigh as much as an elephant. Yeah, bro, them motherfuckers are big, so I'm not surprised. Yeah, I'm not surprised either. Their hearts, meanwhile, can weigh almost a ton. It needs like to beat just once every 10 seconds. Damn. Your heart alone is almost a ton. Woo-hoo! That's a big boy. That's like half the size of a car. Now this I like this I don't get. The world's largest waterfall is underwater. How the fuck does that work? It does make sense because there is like special uh, liquids underwater that are heavier than water, and it'll look like there's water under the water. It's just impossible. It's hmm. like they have lakes underwater, like underwater lakes underwater. Is it dangerous to go into that? Yeah, you're not, you, you don't want to go like swimming down into it technically if you can help it, but it looks like water underwater. Because cool. there's there's like uh, I wouldn't say chemicals, but there's something. I don't know how to explain it. It's like a, it's kind of science-y if you will. No, I know, because like it's like you take something that weighs more than water and it puts it and sinks to the bottom. So if you take something that's thicker than water, it tends to generally sink. Yeah, it's like that shit that has so like with a, the multi-level uh, yeah, like liquids. Yeah, it's like a, a liquid or a gas that's under the water that just sits there and just kind of flows about its business. Yeah, like you know, and it's separated. It's like the water would be up here while that the, the heavier stuff. Be, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it says same, same principle. It says yes, there are waterfalls under the ocean, at the Denmark, uh, Strait. I'm going to say Strait. The cold water. Did you say Strait? Yeah. That would be straight. Well, S T R A I T. It does. It doesn't uh, like spelt like that. Like our way of saying straight, though. Yeah, but that's because it's a different kind of straight. Yeah, it's not and, like actually straight. Yeah. Anyways, the cold water from like I'll class classify that as an epic fail. I don't care. <laughs> the cold water of the the Nordic Sea is a uh, denser than the. I'm not even going to pronounce that word. Seeds like warm water, making it drop almost two miles down at 123 million cubic feet per second. Damn, two miles. I'm pretty sure that's Erminger. Yeah, I'm still not going to try to pronounce it. Or Erminger. Erminger or Erminger? I'm not 100% sure. Uh-huh. Damn it, Danes, get better words. He's out of his <laughs> element. Now you out of your element on that word. Well, because it's... I R M I N G E R. Damn, that is fucking weird. Get like get like get easier words for us Americans to say. Is it Erminger or Erminger? Yeah, let's just short this down, Ermy. <laughs> no, may he rest in peace. 
<laughs> Long live. Uh, Michelangelo wrote a poem about how much he hated painting the Sistine Chapel. Nice. The first diss track in history. Fucking, he's like, this is bullshit. <laughs> I hate this. Um, yeah, like, <laughs> like the thing that the the one thing that he's most known for, he wrote a poem of how much he hated it. Sounds like a typical guy. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I hated it. This is my so best. Ex- this is my best piece. He ended fucking suck. <laughs> I hate it. Sounds like a typical guy. Like a typical guy. Like he hated doing it, but he's like, "F it, I'm getting paid. I will do my job." I will yeah. Do my job, anyways. I bet you he was mad when people came up to him and like, "Hey, you did a good job on the Sistine Chapel, man." Fuck, I just motherfucker got to say some shit about that. <laughs> just leave it alone. <laughs> no, I'll, that I'll, I didn't. I'll talk about it. I didn't know that he actually hated uh, painting it. I, I don't either. think. I don't think a lot of people know that. I, I sure as hell didn't know that. I didn't know he even wrote poems. Yeah, neither did I. It, um, uh, he writes poems. <laughs> Ooh, he's a very uh, eccentric. It actually yeah. like says in the uh, text of of like the poem, but I'm not even going to bother reading it. The shadows are darker on the moon. Well, no shit. That <laughs> yeah, makes sense. It, you know, the moon is floating in a big dark void. Of yeah. course, it's going to be darker. Sun's farther away, isn't it? <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah, <laughs> I bet if you went to fucking Pluto, your shadows would be a lot darker too. And also, oh, the the shadows. Yeah, really no shadows. It's all dark. Now, this I did I did know though that if you're on like the dark part of the moon, it's actually way way colder too. Well, yeah, because there's yeah. no sunlight. There's no there's no radiation. It works, it works the same way with the Earth. Yeah, when the sun goes down, it gets cold. Yeah, just because there's no light. (laughs) There's no light there. It's going to get cold. (laughs) Hell, even the desert gets cold at night. Oh, yeah, it gets real cold, too. It can. That sand sure as hell don't be holding that heat in. Fuck no. Until the sun comes up and it's like, (laughs) we're ready to bake you alive again. It's like a planet. That shit, it went into the sand roots. Something like that. Alright, I'm I'm going to do about, you know, one or two more before moving on here. The The Statue of Liberty used to be a lighthouse. Wow, a lighthouse. I can see that with a little torch being a little light. I guess that would make sense. But I don't remember them ever using that as a lighthouse, not from where it was sitting. I know it used to be colored, like the color of copper. No, it, it is copper. Yeah, like it's copper and then it got... It like, was just because of the patina sitting outside and yeah. the weather. It yeah. changed because of it. It's basically lime. It's all lime stain. Yeah. That's all Dude, it is. If I've, it was still copper, that shit would look hard. All right. Time to get the CLR. <laughs> a lot of it. About, about a month after the statue's uh, 1886 uh, dedication, it... Became a working lighthouse for 16 years with uh, its torch light visible from 24 miles away. Yeah, I can see that. Okay, I can believe it. The torch is a light. It's, yeah, it's pretty big. And there are windows up there, so it wouldn't make sense that they could use it as a lighthouse. That's the fanciest lighthouse ever created. Hell yeah. Literally a fucking statue. <laughs> we're, we're utilizing our resources. 
We got this giant statue just sitting here. What are we going to do with it? Turn it into a lighthouse. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. Put a bulb up there. Get this bitch. Eh. And let's make it a landmark, too. <laughs> it's a national yeah. landmark and a lighthouse. And it'll be the first thing they see when they come in. We're proud of this shit. <laughs> I mean, hey, that, you know, the, once upon a time, the French uh, was very generous people. They gave us uh, the Statue of Liberty. They gave Ireland their like their like national flag like when they like won the independence like from the Brits. Yep. I don't know what happened. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't know what happened. Now they're assholes. Now <laughs> they realized they were at the wrong end of the deal. Now they're assholes. That's true. They get fucked the whole way. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, now this I actually did know. The U.S. Treasury once printed a hundred thousand like dollars like. Like bills. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah, I knew that too. Mm-hmm. 500 used to be, uh, I think, a circulation for a little bit, didn't it? That wouldn't surprise me. But now now we only go up to 100. Yeah, because otherwise people would just try to get all these $500 bills and $1,000 bills and they would counterfeit them. I mean, hell, with the, with the prices, you probably need to. It's actually hella hard to counterfeit a $100 bill now because of all it the is. countermeasures they've got. See, the, the oh, best yeah? way to counterfeit is to do it with a $1 bill. Yeah, you need a lot of $1 bills. The problem is, though, if you if you take, a say, a $20 bill and counterfeit it down to a $1 bill, you're really losing losing your profit. Yeah. You'd have to at least take a $1 bill and go up to, like, a $5 bill. Now, like, I'll be the adult on the podcast saying, we do not endorse or condone uh, uh, counterfeiting. Do not do it. Hey, y'all do some catch me if you can shit. I'd love to see another movie of that. I need another prodigy of counterfeiting. Right. It's a joke. I'm not endorsing it. <laughs> yeah, we're not endorsing that shit. I'm going to say that now. This is all for shits and giggles. Get over it. <laughs> yeah. If you don't like it, then leave. Okay. The Eiffel Tower... Was originally intended for Barcelona. The Tower was intended for Barcelona. Yep. The Spanish cities thought the design was too ugly. Really? Wow, that's nice. I could have swore that it went to Paris, but it was supposed to be for like one of the Olympic Games or something. And then it was supposed to be torn down. Yeah, I thought it originally went to Paris. So the Spanish city thought the design was too ugly, so... Uh, Gustav Eiffel pitched it to Paris instead as a temporary landmark during its 1889 International Ex- Exposition. Brunch critics that didn't like it as much either, though. And now that's like one of the things that people like go to see. The thing to go to Paris to see is the Eiffel Tower. Oh! Oh, the irony! The fucking irony! <laughs> Barca- like the the Spaniards didn't like it. The French didn't like it. And then eventually, the French Maybe like, that. "Hey, we love it. Like, it's making us a shit ton of money. It's <laughs> ugly as shit, but got- at least it's making us money." Yeah. <laughs> dummies like us that would go over there just to see a giant structure of steel. Wow! I can look at pictures and do the same damn thing. I don't know. I don't have to go there and see it. <laughs> I can look at a photo and be like, yep, that is the Eiffel Tower. 
Cool. You want to slice the person, look at the person next to it. I don't need to send no money to go over there. I see it. Picture. That shit is big in comparison to us. It's big? Oof. It's metal. I saw it's a lot giant, of it. It's basically like they were going to build a structure out of it, and they just got the I beams done and said, now nah, we're done. Yeah. All done. We built it. The structure team. No. We're calling, this, we're calling it for good. Yeah, this, this is, is it. This is a little weird. Queen Elizabeth uh, II's cows slept on waterbeds. How the fuck oh. did they not break the waterbeds? Interesting. They apparently helped ease the cattle's pressure point. I guess they kind of saw them like royalty because it was the queen's. I, don't know. I, I guess, but... I want a waterbed. <laughs> Shit, hell yeah, I don't even got a waterbed. These fucking cows got one. Man, you jump on the water bed and you're like, you like, uh, this is good. Right, you so just roll around and you get seasick on your bed. <laughs> oh, God. I'm oh, like, yeah. <laughs> Dude, especially when you put warm water in there and you hit on there and it's, it's cold and you lay on there and it's warm. And you're like, oh, God, this is nice. It's like a massage therapy. Without having to pay money. Mm-hmm. All right. Last thing I have, I have planned. Um, Good night, everybody. <laughs> we are. That's all, folks. <laughs> we are going to be talking about uh, Star Wars here, specifically the video games of Star Wars from when Disney owned like Star Wars from 2013 to nowadays. This is segment I've been waiting for, and. And overall, I think it's meh. You know, because you had the Jedi Fallen Order and the Jedi Survivor that is considered to be a big success. Like, people really like that game. Star Wars Squadrons, I've never played, but I thought that from like the. Like the videos I've seen, I just I find it like boring as shit. Um, and then the freaking Battlefront games. You know, let's be real, guys. All it is is that freaking battlefield with Star Wars skins. Yeah, I mean it, it's it's basically that, and the 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 thing that I hate about it is. They like EA was the ones who closed out Pandemic Studios, which is the ones who originally made Star Wars Battlefront, the 2005, uh, and I think the 2004, the one that came before it, and they were gonna make the third one. But um, when they bought this out to make the new Star Wars uh, Battlefront, they didn't capitalize on what made that game so good, and it was because it was Star Wars, and they went into that. EA turned it into fucking uh, battle, battle, oh, all right, battlefront, and then they turned it into battlefield. Yeah, and they they missed they missed a big opportunity there because they missed out on the whole fan base, the whole Star Wars fan base, because you didn't do anything. They didn't even have a campaign, so there was no story or lore that they went into. They could have captured the audience even if they didn't like the multiplayer. It was only multiplayer. So, I think they made a very, very bad move with this. And, when they made the second one, they still didn't capitalize on it. So, I, th- I look at this as, as a complete failure on the battlefront. 
I have played quite a few of these games, the Star Wars Old Republic Rise of the Hut Cartel, which was made in 2013, with Bioware, one of the first games that came out when, e uh, when Disney, or EA and Disney made their deal and EA took over, um, and Disney was running the show. The Rise of the Hut Cartel, I thought was, it was a pretty decent game, dated to today's standards with the graphics. Kind of small and niche, but it was a good game. Um, now, like expanding on that, Rise of the Hurt Cartel is, uh, I would consider it as like a DLC for Star Wars The Old Republic, um, the MMORPG game. It, it is, which, it is. Which I have uh, played and I really enjoyed it. I played it, I played it off and on for a very long time. One, like, one thing that I really liked from, you know, one of the changes, or the big changes that I like when Disney took over, and I give them credit for this, is that before Disney took over, the way that it worked is that you could be, like, level 50 or 60 and be on a planet that was, like, traditionally a star, like, one of the uh, early in-game planets, where, like, most of the time... Like, people would be at, at most, like, level 20 before you leave that planet. Right. And and you could be on there and and do, like, a fight request. And if they accept it, you can just, like, freaking annihilate them. One of the biggest changes is if you're on one of the early game planets, they will actually cap you as long as you're on that planet. They will drop your stats. And, and, like, so that where like, that way, that as long as you're on that planet, it doesn't matter if you're, like, level 60 or 70, you're, like, at level 15 or 20, like, as long as you're on that planet. Which, I actually, I, I really like that because it made the game more fair. I actually did have a guy one time that was spamming by me to, like, freaking... Like, 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 freaking, like, dueling him. Like, like spamming by me of a dueling request. And the guy was, like, level 50. I was level 15. And, and then I, I messaged the asshole. So, like, dude, I am not accepting your freaking request. I go, you're level 50. I'm level 15. It would be suicide for me to even accept it. I would there was there would be no pathway for me to win. And he go and he called me a pussy. I go I'm the pussy. Like you're level fifty. That you're like begging a level fifteen to duel you. What's the matter? You can't like, fight like, people around your level. Yeah, you're just trying to downgrade and shit. Trying to trying to step up to somebody. See, and all that is is just to feed their ego, make them feel better about themselves, like they're real macho. Yeah, I mean, like if you can't if you can't fight anybody around your level, what why why do you got to target the 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 small people? Why you got to target the lower levels? Yeah, which it makes me like think if that, if they if they're smart enough, they sure as hell ain't gonna accept a damn dual invite. Yeah. I sure as hell wouldn't accept it. You ain't gonna call me a pussy because I'm not accepting your invite when I'm a lower level. Yeah, it gives me the impression that you may be level sixty, but you got the skill level of someone who's level fifteen. Right. That's all it is. But, so Star Wars The Old Republic, which was made in 2011, I think was before 
EA and Disney got involved in it, and the yes. DLCs came out after. Yeah. Um, so the first one was a Rise of the Hut Cartel. So yeah. So so Old Republic. That that's not even that that's somewhere else. But since these DLCs, the Galactic Starfighter, the Galactic Stronghold, and the Shadow of Revan, were all technically made under uh, EA, but it was still part of, of the Old Republic. I liked the DLC, personally. These are probably the only ones I liked. The Shadow of Revan was my favorite, because I love Revan. I love the Sith Lord Revan. Uh, Galactic Strongholds was pretty good. It added a little depth to it, some more fluff. Uh, was my least favorite, but Star Wars, I mean, yeah, Star Wars, the Old Republic Galactic Starfighter, in the same category, added new ships. It was really good. Added more depth to the game, and then Rise of the Hut Cartel was my second favorite. So I will like, and then you got Knights of the Fallen Empire, which is also one of my favorites. When it comes to EA and what they've made, my favorites only are the DLCs that came out from the Old Republic. Everything afterwards, there's the Fallen. Was was the Fallen Order? Yeah, the Fallen Order was good. Um, the Old Republic. Onslaught wasn't very good, but yeah, so basically the DLCs for the Old Republic were my favorite, and everything up past that, I didn't really like. So, I mean, if we're going to put like a grade on it, I probably would say, and I'm being generous here, maybe like a C, C plus. I, I agree with that. It, I'd say like a C. It's, it's a, like, you know, it's been a hit, it's been like hit, very hit and miss, it's been... Yeah. It's been okay. Now, here's, like, what they got in the pipeline. Um, EA and Disney exclusively deal to develop, publish Star Wars games has come to an end for the past decade. With the exception of LEGO, only EA and its studios had the ability to release new titles. However, as long as games agree, Lucas uh, Film Games reportedly has... Ambitious plans for Star Wars in the video game space, aiming two titles each year, one big, one small. This new trend starts like this year with Star Wars Jedi Survivor and the upcoming Star Wars Hunters. Like here's our, our the currently announced Star Wars games in development. Right. <clears throat> Star Wars Hunters. Which is going to be for the Switch, iOS, and Android. Interesting. Um, it's going... Oh, man. I don't know if I'm going to get this or not. It's free-to-play arena combat game set after the fall of the Empire. Players will assume the roles of various characters, including Force users, Stormtroopers, Bounty Hunters, and even... Joy to cause. Okay, well, that, the, that sounds cool, but I was hoping it was going to be a bounty hunter-centric game that focused on the bounty hunters, but it still sounds alright. Uh, I don't know, they just, I mean, this is like the first time hearing of it, so my guess is kind of like a Star Wars version of Super Smash Brothers. Yeah, that doesn't really sound... Yeah, it, it basically sounds like a Super Smash. And I'm like... <laughs> like, meh. I'm like, I already got Super Smash Bros that I barely play as it is. To yeah. me, in, in that, you know... 
nothing comes close to Super Smash Bros. Yeah, it, it, nothing comes close to that because they were the first ones that really made it big with that. I, man, damn, we need it. Now saying that, we need a fucking game from Star Wars that is based on the Bounty Hunters. Because we've seen the Sith, we've seen the Rebels, we've seen yeah. the Republic. Now, we do need a little more Separatist games, but I think the Bounty Hunters is a very missed opportunity. Because Cad Bane, Boba Fett, Jango Fett. Now, there has uh, been games, though, with, with uh, Bounty Hunters, though. So. Well, yeah, like you had the Assassin Droids. That were in some of the older Star Wars games. There are some of the Bounty Hunters that are in like the older Star Wars games. But I want a game that is based uh, around. A, a new, like, you want like a new one because I know yeah. there was a game called literally Star Wars Bounty Hunters. Yeah, like I, I want a new one. You know, like better graphics, more engines and um, equipment you can work with. I want to see a more fleshed out version of that game you were talking about because I played that. I just want a more fleshed out version. No, here's another one that they have in the pipeline. Star Wars Eclipse. Never heard of it. Well, it's in the pipeline. It doesn't come out till 2027 at the earliest. So, um, there's not much on it. It says the game is set during the High Republic era. It offers narrative-driven action-adventure experience with multiple characters like facing a mysterious new enemy. The release date for Eclipse remains a mystery due to ongoing issues related to poor workplace treatment at a Quantic Dream. Insiders suggest that the game may not launch until 2027 at the earliest. Okay, so these are games that are way down the line. Yeah. Um... Like Star Wars Knights of Old Republic remake from Saber Interactive is like rumored, and and I know that the Switch already got it because I have it. I have both one and two for the Switch, and and uh, it's going to be coming out for the PS Five and the in the computer. So, so it, not, the like, Xbox? not the Xbox, and I think the reason why is because the Xbox like had had the originals exclusive to that console to begin with. So I think that's why. Okay. And well, to be fair, then it should uh, only be the release on the Switch and in the PlayStation then, because the originals was on Xbox and the computer. True. So, why does the computer players get special treatment in, of getting the remake, but not Xbox? Yeah, that's true. PC always get privileges. They get every goddamn release. And then, and then there are actually like three other projects that I'm not even going to bother like reading you guys about because they're like because they're. They don't even have titles. Like, one of them is a strategy game. And then there's, like, literally... Literally one called the Star Wars Project. Which, obviously, that's not going to be... that be the name of the game, but... They don't even actually have game titles, so I'm not even going to waste your guys' time with that. But... 
To be honest with you, Star Wars Eclipse, depending on if that gets made and what in like the game footage and stuff, that might sound interesting to me. Yeah, it's got a good premise to it. We just gotta see if they can capitalize on it. I would I would be I'd be down to buy that game, depending on what it looks like. Yeah, that would be actually interesting to me. I, I that one I'm gonna to have to keep tabs on. Yeah. Whenever hey, whenever that trailer comes out at the next event, what is it? I forgot the name of the game event they usually release those at, but whenever it comes out, I'm gonna keep my eye on that. But yeah, um Star Wars Hunters, um, like that just sounds stupid to me. That would just really sound stupid. Um I mean, I get it. It's a smaller game, but still. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm, I'm with you on that. I don't know if I'm into that one. Um, yeah. So. So yeah, like literally the only one so far that seems interesting to me, like I said, is is Eclipse. Like the other ones that I'm not even going to bother commentating on because of the fact that. That they don't even have titles. Um, Star Wars Knights of Old Republic remakes. That the remake. Uh, like I said, I played it on Switch, and I really like it. What I love uh, about like what I loved about it is that on the Switch, they actually made it where if you click on the left analog stick three times, it actually pulls up a. A cheat menu. So they literally encourage you to cheat. Yeah. They may not tell you about that feature, but you can do it. Yeah, if you're figuring out about it, you can use it. And and that's like one thing I love about the Switch is that is that uh, they don't have any trophies or achievements. So like so that. You literally can cheat in video games, like I just said about the Star Wars Knights of Old Republic remakes. Well, and that was, that was the thing that was nice about all the old school, like Xbox yeah, and you, PS2 games, and that was that you they encouraged you to cheat. Yeah, there's a certain because most people didn't have internet or online access anyway. So, I mean, you could literally just go look up cheat codes and be like, "All right, I'm putting yeah. this in." Yeah, and now it's stupid. It's like. Oh, well, if you type in, like, this cheat code, is going to deactivate your achievements. I'm like, oh, darn. I don't care much about the achievements anyway, so. I don't either. Like, that, that was the thing so, that made. Now, certain achievements, if they're super easy to get, yeah, I'll go ahead and shoot for them real quick. But otherwise, I don't give a damn about the damn achievements, because that's not why I got the game. Yeah, well, I will say that certain games that I really like to play on a regular basis, I will try to get the hardest achievements in the game. Not that I'll get them, but just to see if I can get them. Just to go after them and see if I can get them, because they're the hardest ones. But that was what made old games so good. Oh, yeah. Because it was a certain sequence, so you had to know what buttons to press in order to get that cheat code. Oh, yeah. So... They did it back then, so why don't we do it now? It, 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 it's just part of the game. You know, if you got cheat codes in the game, it's just part of the game. It doesn't take away from the fun. If you want to play it without now, using cheat codes, then just don't use the fucking cheat codes. And when you play next time, use the cheat codes. Well, now, now, certain games nowadays have what's called mods instead of uh, cheats. Yeah. Like Skyrim. 
Skyrim. Bethesda, essentially. Skyrim, Fallout 4, and then one of my favorite games, uh, SnowRunner, actually has mods on mod.io. So you set up an account on mod.io, and you can download a whole list of mods for your console. Yeah. And play with mods on your game. However, if you're doing multiplayer on SnowRunner and you have mods, everybody has to have the exact same mods in order to play together. Otherwise, you can't, can't See, play. Why yeah. can't most video game like devs, like, you know, like do that? You know, they so, you know, because they say, like, oh, it has to be paired. That is fair. It's like you don't get paired up like with like somebody that doesn't have any mods. Like you get paired up with people that have the exact same mods as you. Yep, that's a good idea. Is it so that way that it's it's fair for everybody? Mm-hmm. Well, in SnowRunner, I don't think it really would make much of a difference because your whole purpose is to literally go rebuild roads and you know logging and stuff like that. It's just an off-road truck simulator for yeah. semis. But it's a really cool game. I like it. I do like it. I need to get back into what? that game. Well, it's like taking the Gary's mod approach to it. I mean, yeah. the whole thing about that game is mods. It's all it's all one hundred percent mod based. And you can play some. You can play with someone who has certain mods, and you just gotta download those mods. Like you don't even have to go in and manually do it. You just do in their game. It'll download it while you're loading in, and then bam, you play with them. No, you gotta have those mods. Now, I I have uh, met like people like when. When I used to play the computer like, version of Star Wars Knights of Old Republic 2, I would actually look up like the codes to basically make me a god in that game. Yeah. Like with like, the console commands. And people would call me a freaking cheater. And I'm like, <laughs> is it really cheating when I beat the game legit like 18 million times on, on Xbox? I could understand I if mean, you got the game and immediately started cheating without even trying to play it. Okay, yeah, at that point you're just cheating because you don't want to try. But you, if you get a game and you know it's got cheats, you should at least try to play the game the right way first. Unless it's San Andreas and then you can go fuck yourself because I'm going to cheat 100% of the way. You got them right. I mean, that's the point. I, don't th I think from day one when I had cheats, I, cheat, I started cheating from like literal day one. Yeah, no, I, I, didn't, I didn't. I didn't play legit on that at all because that shit is hard. Bro, I put so much money in my account, and I would turn God mode on <laughs> where I oh, can't get killed. Oh, you can still die though. Explosions, <laughs> falling, drowning—those can all still kill you, but bullets can't. Yeah, bullets can't. Kill but uh, but yeah, and and uh, like like I said though, it it just like dry. Like I hate it when like some people. They look down on you, like for like doing like for doing that after you beat the game le legit. One like one thing though that that I'm glad that I actually played legit because I've never beat the game until recently, like um a hundred percent with like not cheating or anything is Borderlands One because the uh, the last time like because uh, before I beat Borderlands One. On Switch, I played it on my Xbox 360, and I used mods. And I'm and after I beat it on Switch, I'm like, why did I even bother playing? Like even modding this? This is like way too easy. He says as he constantly keeps dying. <laughs> oh True, gosh. but it. Like it's not like a diff it's not like one of like the more difficult like Borderlands 
like games, even like the the vault monster was like very easy. The vault like hunt <laughs> like like the vault monster in that game. I don't care about spoiler alerts because it's an old game. It's an old ass game. But, but it's like a basically a big giant ass like tentacle monster that doesn't move. It's like uh, except for like the tentacles and shit. And I defeated that 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 vault monster in probably less than three minutes. And and uh, and then I'm like. Oh, okay, cool. I'm like, I'm like, why did I even like modded this in the first place? But when when that game came out, I guess, you know, I was younger. I was probably sometime in my teens, so I thought like, oh, like I probably thought like when my skill level was nowhere near it is now, where like I probably was like dying even quicker than than before. I'm like, oh, this game's too hard. I'm going to mod. That that's literally the only thing I can think of is like why I even did it in the first place. Who knows? Yeah. But. Go play some Dark Souls. You want harder games? <laughs> Dark Souls can suck my ass. Oh, Girl, dude! I fucking hate Dark Souls with a passion. I, I will not touch a Dark Souls game. So I never played Dark Souls, and I freaking hate it. Only because of the fact that I had a coworker that that absolutely loved Dark Souls. In for like eight hours, like for seven and a half hours a day, five days a week, I would hear nothing about Dark Souls. You mean you would hear nothing but Dark Souls? Yes, like nothing but Dark Souls. I don't know what I said, but nothing about Dark Souls. Oh well, everything about this man—he loves pain and he's a masochist. <laughs> he's a fucking psychopath. And Who likes Dark Souls? There are some people who do, do Bro, enjoy the game. That game, especially I, if you like the is. second or the third game, you are fucking insane. Those are like some of the hardest games ever to be made. And I and I I used to joke saying that because like the dude talked about Dark Souls so much, I thought that was his freaking religion. Yeah, oh god, with, he worships with, Dark Souls. Where he's like, like, like come across like a eighty year old like ladies like, like ma'am, have you played Dark Souls like? I don't know what that is, Sonny. Dark Souls is love. <laughs> and I go, Dark, Dark Souls is life. That ma'am, you need to get Dark Souls. It is made by Jesus. It'll save your salvation, okay? It's a very hard, <laughs> a very difficult process to go through. <laughs> but if you want to, if you want salvation, you have to beat this. You have to beat this. If you don't, you are going to hell. I honestly thought I because he talked about Dark Souls so much, I used to joke like that. It like and obviously behind his back, I go, "This gotta be this man's religion," because this he talks nothing but Dark Souls. Listen, it is a divine game given us given to us from the gods. It was made by Front Front Software <laughs> Inc. All right, who is our Lord and Savior? All right, bless the High Lord Dark Souls. All right, we worship him every Friday night. Dark Soul in it. Well, anyways, guys. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to pass too. I think I'm going to pass that. You, pass. Can, you can go to my... You can go down there. <laughs> you can head down the road. I guess that if, uh, if Dark Souls is our salvation, then all, all three I'm of dead. us are, yeah, are not being saved, I guess. I guess I'm going to whatever their hell is. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, anyways, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you guys enjoyed this extended episode. Uh, this is pretty much like a, a double than our normal that I take. But, hey, like I said, we're going over today. Mm. Don't care. So, like, please remember to hit that notification bell so you never miss an episode. And until next time, guys, stay awesome. Deuces. Peace out.